Good morning, everybody. If I could ask you to take your seats now, and we'll be starting the meeting. For those of you who don't know who I am, I'm Karen. I'm part of the leadership team, and we'd like to give you a very warm welcome. If this is your first time or you've only been amongst us a few times, you're so welcome. It's a really big day for us today as we're giving thanks for three children And we want to welcome all those family and friends that have come to support them in that. We hope you have a really good time. If it is your first time with with us, on the way in, hopefully you received one of our welcome packs. If you didn't, then there's plenty of them over there on your right-hand side on the table. Please pick one up. It's just a great way to find out a bit more about us. Um, The Source Children... There's a slight change to your program today, so parents, you might want to listen to this. The children will not be leaving us today until after we've given thanks for these children. Um, So Katie will then let them go, and then they can have their good time amongst themselves. And for those that don't know and aren't used to being here, all the rooms downstairs are labelled. So if you're not sure where to go, either follow the labels or ask somebody who looks as if they know where they're going. So for now... Oh, sorry, one more thing. We love it when God speaks to us, and he can speak to each and every one of us. Not one of us is excluded. So as we come into our time of sung worship, let's all be asking God what he wants to bring to us today. And if you have a contribution, whether that's a a Bible verse, or whether that's a prayer, a word of knowledge, or prophecy, if you can just come down to the front, see Sean and myself, and we love it if you could use a microphone. It just means that everybody can hear Um, because there are some people around that do struggle with their hearing. So please come and do that. So let's be asking God. And now I'm going to hand over to Katie and the band, who's going to lead us in our sung worship. Thank you. Thank you, Karen. Good morning, everybody. As Karen said, I'm Katie. I'm part of our worship team at Harvest Church. Uh, And uh, I would like to just invite you this morning, if you are able, to uh, stand If you have not been with us before here at Harvest Church, if you are a guest or a visitor, you are so welcome, as Karen said. Um, Our worship time is very relaxed. You are welcome to sing or not sing if you would rather not. You are welcome to dance in the aisles if you want to. You can kneel. You can lift your hands. You can do whatever you feel comfortable with. However you want to praise God is great with us. Um, Psalm 95 says, come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before him with thanksgiving and extol him with music and song. For the Lord is the great God, the great king above all gods. And that's what we're going to do this morning. We are going to extol him this morning with praise. All my life 
Lord, we do give you praise this morning. We want to sing your great name. We want to shout your great name. We want to dance because you are good. Lord, we lift your name this morning. If you'd like to take seats, folks, it's great to see so many people here this morning. Katie, you kind of threw me there because you only had really one verse of the first song, and I was expecting two full songs. <laughs> I just said to Helen, do you think that's two songs? She said, nah, nah, but it obviously was. Well, just so you know, my name's Sean, and uh, I'm part of the, the leadership team here at Harvest Church, and I just want to Welcome everybody here this morning. Um, so this is the, the Thanksgiving bit, just so you know. Children especially, so you know that you can be, you'll be going out soon-ish. But this is an exciting morning for us. Whether you're friends and family of the Sylvesters, Arringtons or Youngs, a part of Harvest Church or just visiting us. You've come on a great Sunday as we give thanks to God for three precious children, gifts from the Lord. In the Bible, in the book of Job, chapter 33, verse 4, it says this, the Spirit of God has made me. The breath of the Almighty gives me life. We acknowledge that it is God who makes each one of us, and that it is part of His plan that he gives children to parents to be loved, cared for, and brought up to know him. When we give thanks for a child, the parents are therefore giving thanks for the life of their child, a gift from God, and acknowledging God has entrusted this precious life to them, and that God is able to look after them in this season. Another book in the Bible called Proverbs, chapter 22, verse 6 says, Start children off on the way they should go, and even when they are old, they will not turn from it. Parents are to respond to the gift that God has given them by looking to teach their child the good news of Jesus and to model to them and encourage them to have a personal relationship with him. To train, support and encourage their child in living out their own faith in Jesus. To show God's unconditional love to their child at all times. And to nurture their child, keeping them so far as they're able from anything likely to harm them. So as a parent... A child thanksgiving is an opportunity to express their gratitude to God and also express their desire to love their child in this way. What we are not doing this morning is making a child a Christian. To be a Christian is to love, accept and follow Jesus. And this has to be a personal choice for each of us. It can't be decided for us. We celebrate a person's decision to follow Christ through believer's baptism. 
And behind me, we have a baptistry pool where a person is fully immersed in water as a picture of dying to their old self, sin and death, and are raised to life in Christ. We are going to pray for the children and ask God to bless them. And as we do so, this is to you. Please pray for them. If you feel God speak to you an encouraging word for them, please make a note of this and tell the parents or write it in the Thanksgiving card, which is on the table over here somewhere, I believe. Over there. Over there where Sean in the pink top is. There. So there's some cards over there. Please do write in them. It may be a passage of scripture. It may be an encouragement. Okay, so I'd like... Uh, Helen to come and join me now. And then I'd like uh, Nathan, Juliana, Taylor, Jason and Juliana, Liam, George and Emily and Casper. It could be quite crowded up here, but uh, please make your way up, either the steps or come around the front, guys. I'm going to be hidden behind all these uh, instruments and what have you. Got a couple of extras as well up here. <laughs> Great. Okay. So, this is a serious moment. It's a big commitment these guys are making. And I'm going to ask them a question and they're going to respond hopefully, by saying we are. It's not too difficult, this bit, but obviously being a parent can be. Okay. <laughs> right, here we go. And then in a the minute, I'm going to be asking for a response from the, the rest of us as well. Okay. Are you declaring that with the help of God, you will look to nurture, teach, encourage and love your child to the best of your ability in all of God's ways. We are. Brilliant. Okay, now this is to you guys out there. As a church family here at Harvest Church, we are not only witnesses to this Thanksgiving, but are to be participants in it. Whether we are married, single, parents, grandparents, young or old, we have a responsibility as part of Harvest Church to give our support to these families, whether in offering prayer, service, love, wisdom, help, or consolation. Through ups and downs, we are called to strengthen and love them. So if you are willing to do this, please stand. going to uh, pray. Lord, we thank you for the gifts of Taylor, Liam, and Casper. We want to ask you to help sustain and strengthen them. We pray that they may grow to know Jesus. And we want to pray for Nathan and Juliana, Jason and Juliana, George 
and Emily, that you give them the wisdom, patience, and love to parent well. Amen. Okay, folks, you can uh, take your seats. Okay, so Helen and I are now going to uh, pray a blessing over you guys, and uh, going to start, Helen. Okay, I might stay here actually rather than coming along, if that's okay. Don't want to get in the way of anyone's photos. So um, I've got a blessing for each of uh, these lovely boys. So let's start with Casper. Um, Psalm 103 says, As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. So this is the blessing for Casper. May the Lord bless you with an understanding that he is a good, good father. May he enable you to walk in integrity and follow the righteous, perfect plans of God. Amen. Liam. Okay, Liam. Isaiah 41 says, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteousness. May God bless you with the knowledge of his unconditional love, knowing that he will always be with you. May you know that he is utterly perfect and will always be your refuge. Amen. And Taylor. Isaiah 41 again says, For I am the Lord your God, who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, Do not fear, I will help you. So, Taylor, may the Lord bless you with the wisdom to make wise and righteous decisions, knowing that God is trustworthy and that he will be with you wherever his plans take you. Amen. I had a passage of scripture also from Isaiah for the three of you. It says Isaiah 40, 31. It's a well-known passage of scripture. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. And my prayer for you, the three of you, is that as you grow up, you will put your hope, your trust in Jesus. I pray that God would bless you with his presence, with a joy in him, and that your lives will be set, with your face set towards him. Amen. Okay. Thank you, guys. You can uh, make your way off. Just like to invite the band back up now. I'm going to uh, just, I want to just pray now for all children and parents here before we, uh, I hand back over to Katie. Mm. Lord, we, we love to have children in our midst, to see their joy, their energy. And Lord, I just want to pray that for parents, 
grandparents, aunties, uncles, Lord, for each of us who has some responsibility at some point in our lives for children around us, Lord, I pray for wisdom and guidance. I pray for your Holy Spirit to draw near us, to lead us in decisions we make and the way we treat our children. Lord, I pray for the children amongst us, Lord, that you would bless them as they grow, that they would draw near to you. I pray where there are situations in their lives that it won't affect them long term, Lord, that actually they would grow well in you. And Lord, I just pray that you would bless the children's work in this church week by week that our children will grow in their knowledge and love for you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Sean. Uh, Can I invite you again, if you're able and willing, to stand? We're going to start with singing, He's Our Rescuer. Uh, Now, it says, He's Our Rescuer, and then there's a hey. Now, my good friend Pete at the end here likes to do the haze, but he's very on his own. So if you fancy joining in with a hey, please feel free to accompany Pete at the end <laughs> so he doesn't feel quite so on his own. <laughs> There is good news for the captive, good news for the shamed. There is good news for the one who walked away. There is good news for the doubter, the one religion failed. For the good Lord has come to seek and save. He's our rescuer. He's our rescuer. Hey. We are free from sin forevermore. Oh, how sweet the sound. Hey. Oh, how grace abounds. Hey. We will praise the Lord, our rescuer. He is beauty for the blind man, riches for the poor. He is friendship for So come and be chainless, 
reminded me it's time for our children to go downstairs to their groups <laughs> if you are not sure where you're going there is an exit in the far corner over there follow everybody down and the rooms are signposted
so undeniable. Sarah, could we have the bit, the verse, or love undeniable, or whatever it was, whichever bit it was. Yeah. Just as I was singing that, I had a, just a sense that God wanted to speak into our, our hearts this morning to, to say he loves us so much and maybe as you were singing that you were experiencing that love you were yes God loves me but maybe you were thinking oh, I'm not sure life's tough I'm not experiencing it peace so unexplainable do you receive God's peace do you know his presence with you I just want to pause and say suggest that you just 
ask God for his, to know afresh his love, his peace in your life. Can you just do that now? Father, we've already looked at this morning that you create each one of us, that you provide us with the breath that we need, but you also provide us with the love and the peace that we need as well. And I just want to pray for each and every person, whether here, upstairs, downstairs, listening at some point later on to this recording or whatever, Lord. Lord, I pray that your Holy Spirit would draw near us. That we would know that love that died on a cross for us. Incredible love. Beyond our comprehension that the one who flung the stars into space would die in our place. And that peace that's beyond understanding would wash over us. That we would know even through the difficulties of life you are with us. You will not leave us or forsake us and that we can trust you. Speaking to our hearts, Lord, may we know that reassurance, that presence of your spirit at this time, Lord. Amen.
It's running up. 
Are we switched on? Yes, we are. Thank you very much, Ben. Thank you for leading us in worship this morning. It's been wonderful. So good just to get together, uh, just to be able to worship our God. And so we just need sometimes leading in that to be able to just enter into that place of worship. Let's just pray as we just consider the Word of God. Father God, we thank you. We thank you that you are our Heavenly Father. And you are such a good, good Father as we've been singing and praising you. We just turn to you and say thank you for being such a good Father to us. Thank you for your patience with us. Thank you that you give us so much joy and love in our lives. We want to just praise you this morning and just honour you in Jesus' name. Amen. Good morning, everybody. My name is Rob. I'm part of the leadership team here at Harvest Church. And this morning, I just want to share a few thoughts uh, from the Word of God about growing in Christ as a family. Because that's something that so many people in society now seem to miss out on. The idea of growing in Christ, but also growing as a family and being bonded together as a family. And it's wonderful, isn't it, to participate in Thanksgiving for Taylor, Liam, and Casper. And as we've been seeing, God is so good to bless us as families and as a church with this wonderful gift of children. They're so precious, and they bring us such joy and happiness day by day as parents and children grow together as a family in God. Clem and I have two boys uh, who are growing fast now. One's 40, the other one's 37, and uh, we have six grandchildren. So it's great to actually not only have experience bringing up our own children, but also spending time and helping out with grandchildren too. And I want to encourage us all today, whether you are parents, grandparents, family members, part of our Harvest Church family, to continue to seek God's blessing. Because we need God's blessing, God's help to support parents as they encourage and nurture their children as part of God's marvelous family. And we all have a role in that. And those of us who are parents just know how wonderful it is to see your children growing up. But also we know, don't we, how much effort and time is involved, especially when they're small. But even so, as they grow older, day by day, they need our support and help. Uh, I used to be a head teacher in a secondary school. And most days the children were wonderful to be with and brilliant. And it was great fun, actually. It was hard work, but it was great fun just being there with them and being able to relate to so many different children. But every now and then, we would have a day where someone was just not coping at all. Sometimes it was me, but most of the children. And they needed time and space to be able to regain self-control. They needed support from adults, but being a, a faith school, we could also pray for them as well to ask God to support and ask God to intervene. So it's not always easy being parents, looking after children, bringing them up in the Lord. But as Christians, we know that we do have God's guidance and God's strength. His presence and his desire that our children, his children, grow up to love Jesus and have faith in him. 
And as a church, we have a responsibility to support parents and families, to give them our help and support and prayer in all sorts of different ways. But I want to just highlight three important areas this morning. Firstly, that as parents, we want to be able to enjoy our relationship with God and live our lives in his strength and his love. And I know, I can confess that, I haven't always managed that. Sometimes I've just sort of got involved in stuff, think, you've got to do this, and you almost will just get on with it and make mistakes. But God is gracious, and we come back to him in his strength and his love. And secondly, we want to be able to look at how we see Christ revealed in our family life through our love for each other, through our love for our children, through our love for Jesus. And thirdly, just want to quickly look at, at how, our, as our children grow and develop, that we want to be able to encourage them to develop their own relationship with God so that they may encounter his presence for themselves. That's so important these days. So first thing, let's just think about as parents. We want to be able to enjoy our relationship with God and live our family lives in his strength and his love. Isaiah chapter 40 Verse 28 onward says, Do you not know, have you not heard, the Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired and weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Sounds vaguely familiar, doesn't it? Because it was what Sean was sharing from this morning as well, that same word. And it, we hadn't planned that together. But we just have obviously felt that that is a, wo a word that we want people to understand and grow in Christ. That we can actually have strength and renew our strength in him day by day, as we walk with him. Those images are fantastic, aren't they? God gives us strength. He increases our power when we are weak. As we hope in the Lord, we can renew our strength and we will soar on wings like eagles. You know, as parents, we sometimes find, don't we, that we are trying to do everything ourselves to support our children, to try to make sure that they have great lives growing up. And that's admirable. It's brilliant. We all want the best for our children. And we want to see them grow up into fine adults. But they can't do that by themselves. And we can't always support them in our own strength. It's not enough, is it? And as I mentioned before, we need God's strength and his support. We need his intervention. Especially when we get tired and maybe things are not going so well. We go through difficult times. We had a situation with one of our grandchildren where he was born with a, a faulty valve in his heart and he needed medical care. In the end, he needed an operation as he grew older. And it was difficult to go through that without actually knowing God. We needed God to help us through that situation. We needed his wisdom, his love, and his guidance day by day. And it's so good that our Father knows our strengths, but he also knows our weaknesses. And he's always ready to provide for us, especially when it involves our children, our families. He's always there for us. 
He's always there for our family. He never lets us down. Clem and I were married in Kinshasa in 1981 and then came to the UK and we stayed with my parents for about three months because we didn't have anywhere to job. I didn't have, a, didn't have a job, didn't have somewhere to live. And whilst I was looking for a job, they provided care for us and help for us and, and give, provided a home for us. And then God provided a job for me as an assistant manager of a YMCA hostel in, in Heston near the M4. And that included food and an apartment. And after a year, we had our first child, and soon it became clear that the contract I had with the YMCA in that particular hostel would not be extended. Uh, the company who worked with, with YMCA British Airways wanted to finish the contract, so after a few more months, I wouldn't have a job. And we prayed about that, and I found a different job for four months with the contractor who was going to extend my contract with another job in, in uh, British Airways in the airport there. And then we had to find somewhere to live until I started doing teacher training in Twickenham. And God is so good because that job with the new contractor lasted for four months. We were offered a maisonette. We, we could rent from a housing association for very little, just across from the road from, where, from the hostel. So I'd be able to complete my teacher training. And then a year later, I was given my first teaching job only a couple of miles away, teaching children English who were refugees. We had very little in those years, but God provided in so many ways, in terms of money, in terms of food, in terms of clothes, and we were able to provide well for our two sons. God supports us. He supports us as families. Whatever our circumstances, however tough life becomes, if we stay close to the Lord and pray together, read his word together, listen to his leading, we can rely upon him and we can rely upon his promises to support us as parents, as a family, to look after our needs, to continue to bless us in so many ways. And when I look back on that time in our lives, I'm still in awe of how God made all the different pieces fit together so we were never hungry. We always had a home. In fact, we always seem to have more than we needed so we could bless others as well. God is good. Secondly, we need to demonstrate and reveal Christ in our family life through our love for each other, our love for our children, and our love for Jesus. And of course, to do that, we need to experience and live in God's love. You know, it's amazing, isn't it? God's love for each of us in his family is unique. We all have different experience of God's love. The love is the same, but the way in which God gives us and shares that love is different for all of us. But that love is far greater than any love we have known. And the great thing is it's freely available to everyone through the sacrifice of God's son, Jesus. That was the most wonderful example of God loving us. We deserve to be separated from God because of our sinfulness, and yet God was prepared to allow his only son to die in our place so that we might be reconciled, brought close to God, and become friends of God. And God has made the way clear for us to be welcomed into his presence through the love of Christ. 
There was a, an apostle, Paul, and in the New Testament, in his letters, he writes about what God's love is like. 1 Corinthians 13, verse 4 to 8. This is what Paul wrote. Love is patience. This is God's love. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. Love always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. And the amazing truth is that we can share this special love, God's love, within our families and outside of our families, because this is a love that never diminishes. God's love never fails us. God's love is eternal. It's wider, longer, higher, and deeper than we can ever truly comprehend. And yet, the marvelous thing is, this love is ours in Christ to know and to experience at all times. Paul also talks about this in his letter to the church in Ephesus. And he talks about not only the love of Christ, but needing the power of Christ, the power of God's spirit. And he said to them, I pray that out of his glorious riches, God may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being. So that Christ may dwell in your heart through faith. And I pray that you being rooted and established in love may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge. That you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. What a wonderful prayer. How marvelous that God wants us to know the fullness of his being, the power of his spirit, the love of Christ in our lives. And it's there for all of us. We all need to know God's love because it supersedes all human love. But the incredible truth is that we can all receive God's love and live in God's love. So we can love our partners and our children far more than we ever imagined with the love that comes with the love that comes from the eternal. And thirdly, as our children grow and develop, we need to encourage them to develop their own relationship with God, to encounter his presence for themselves. And that is not so easy growing up in today's world. It's not so easy in terms of discovering God in a personal relationship. But the good news is it's never too early to be sharing God with our children. It's never too early to be helping them to grow in their love for Jesus and living life in his presence through our families. We start, don't we, by praying for them when they are small. We help them to begin to understand in simple terms who Jesus is. 
and we enable them day by day to develop a relationship with Jesus. But I know this for myself personally, and it's probably true of many of us, we need patience. We want to see them enjoying God's presence, enjoying a relationship with him. But we need to be patient to allow God to work in their lives. Children respond in different ways. And we need to allow them time and space. Our eldest son developed a relationship with God quite early. And by the time he was seven years old, we had a baptismal service in the church. And he said to me before the service, I'd like to be baptized. Seven years old. I thought, oh, is that too young? Does he really know what he's asking? Does he really understand? So I tried to get him to wait until he was a bit older <laughs> because I thought he might just benefit from that. But he was determined to be baptized. And he explained to me why. <laughs> I spoke to the other elders in the church, and they were the opinion that if he understood what baptism really meant, then why should we stand in his way? So at the baptismal service, he gave, not me, he gave a really clear account explaining why he wanted to be baptized, because he was following Jesus. So he was baptized, and that was right for him. And that's, that's the thing, isn't it, that God deals with each of us, with each of our children, differently. There's not one pattern. Our younger son also developed his relationship with God over a period of time. And he too developed a very personal relationship with God in God's timing. And that's the thing, isn't it? It's in God's timing. And it's each child's own journey of faith. It's not ours. It's their journey of faith. But as parents, we need to be there to support them, to encourage them, to help them to grow in faith. So let's just finish by reminding us of how Jesus reacted when children approached him. And if you look in the Gospel of Mark, chapter 10, there's an account there of Jesus when parents brought their children to Jesus. This is what it says. One day, some parents brought their children to Jesus so he could touch and bless them. But the disciples scolded the parents for bothering Jesus. And when Jesus saw what was happening, he was angry with his disciples. He said to them, let the children come to me. Don't stop them. For the kingdom of God belongs to those who are like these children. I tell you the truth. Anyone who doesn't receive the kingdom of God like a child will never enter it. Then he took the children in his arms and placed his hands on their heads and blessed them. Isn't it wonderful that Jesus always had time for children? He said, let the children come to me, and he blessed them. He did not recognize the children as being unimportant, not worthy of talking to him. He knew they had every right to come and spend time with him, and he recognized their desire to be close to him. He demonstrated his love for the children by his actions. So, friends, we need to be like Jesus. Let's ensure that we spend quality time with our children. Enjoy their presence. 
Let's give them priority and help them to build a relationship with Jesus as they grow, a relationship that we pray that they would never lose. Because that is probably the most important thing we can do for them and the most precious relationship that they can discover. Let's just pray. Father God, we want to thank you. Thank you for the way in which you help us with our children. Help us as a family. Thank you for your encouragement. Thank you for your strength. Thank you for the power and the wisdom that you give to us, that you grant to us, so that we can do the right thing, so that we can get through some of those more difficult times because you lead us. Thank you that you never leave us to do it on our own. And Father, we pray not just for the families who brought their children to you this morning to be blessed and for thanksgiving, but for all of us, Lord, for all of us who have children, Lord, we pray that you will help us, Lord, whether they're young or older, you'll help us, Lord, to continue to build relationship with them in you through your strength, through the power of your spirit, through your wisdom, through your love, that we can continue as families to enjoy you, but also that they can continue to Spread that message, Lord, to their children, their children's children as time goes on. We pray your blessing upon each one of us today, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Rob. I must say, I'm quite glad to have the lectern back. I feel a bit more secure rather than standing there holding three things in the hand. What a wonderful morning, just knowing that the love of the Father. I get a feeling there's some here today that perhaps don't know the love of the Father. They don't, they're stuck. They don't really know how to get beyond a point where they're at. And God gave me a word a couple of months ago, and he, all he did was give me one word. It was stuck. And I sort of said, well, what does that mean? What does that look like, Lord? And I was reminded of the container ship that got stuck in the Suez Canal a few years back. It got stuck. I don't know about you, I can't imagine the crew and the captain just sitting back drinking tea and coffee. I imagine that they were getting out the plans and the manuals. They were talking to one another, seeking where they should go and how they should get off. I just felt that was God saying to us, that if we're stuck, go to the manual, oh, <coughs> sorry, go to the manual, the Bible, talking to others, seeking help and support from those that are around us. We don't have to struggle. We don't have to go through it alone. God is there. And sometimes when we're like that, it feels as if God's a million miles away. He's not. He is a good, good father. Sometimes we don't recognize that. I know sometimes I don't recognize that, but I know deep down God is a good, good father, and he has the best for us. He doesn't like to see us struggling. So let's be like those little children. Let's come to dad. Let's come to father, however you view God. And just come to him in prayer and dig into his love, dig into his word. And there will be light because as you do that, your eyes will be raised from the situations and circumstances. They won't necessarily go away, but your, your viewpoint will change as you look at things from God's perspective rather than our own human perspective. So as we leave from today, just ponder that. If you need prayer this morning, please come and ask for prayer or ask the person that came with you to pray. Anyway, I'm just going to move on now. So 
On your way in, I mentioned the welcome pack. If you did pick up a welcome pack inside, hopefully you will have had a connect card. It's just a way for us to connect with you, find out more about you. You can find out a little bit more about us. If we could ask you to complete that and then drop it in the gift and offering box over on the, your right side, my left, that would be really helpful. Um, we hope you've had a great time with us this morning. As Sean mentioned, we do have three cards, one for Casper, one for Liam, and one for Taylor. They're over on the table over there. If you'd like to write comments or if you feel you've got a word of encouragement, a scripture, whatever it is, please go and write in them, and we will then give the cards to the families afterwards. And just one more notice. Next Sunday evening, we have our next uh, Harvest Church family meeting. This is for anybody who considers themselves to be a part of us, uh, looking into us, whatever that might be, because um, the elders are going to be coming and sharing some key information with us as a family um, that we can move on in God as to God's purposes and what he's got planned for us. Anything else that you want to know about that's going on, please have a look at the update. If you don't get the update, come and tell me and I'll get you added. Uh, thank you for being with us this morning. Refreshments are going to be served over there. And parents, you have about five minutes freedom uh, before you need to go and collect your children. So please make the most of that. We're going to have a quiet cup of tea or write in the cards. Thank you for being with us and hope you've had a good morning. Bye for now. <laughs>